All right, beautiful. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to both mics. Hey, both mics. <laughs> the show about nothing and everything. That's Mike Sofka. And that is Mike Taylor. Together, we are both mics. This both is mics. What episode? Welcome to show number 63. Not a prime number. Nice. Both mics heard everywhere. Podcasts can be heard. Uh, iHeartRadio and hopefully every Friday you can see us in some fashion or another on twitch.tv slash both mics welcome to the show we are <laughs> on, whoa as i wrecked the entire yeah, place here what's going on here yeah i'm, I'm wow you just disappeared um I'm, I'm tethered here and i almost freaking knocked everything on the floor holy crap that is funny <laughs> i'm all fuzzy over here i'm fuzzy little man fuzzy wuzzy guy over here we're, we're sitting in our airplane. We have a private jumbo jet here. We're flying off to Vegas. So we thought we'd do a little podcast while we're on our way. So, yeah. Yeah. Always bet on black. Well, we we had a full flight, but Mike farted on boarding. So, yes, yes. Cleared yes. a plane out for us. Well, I'm looking for yeah. that waitress. Uh, can you, waitress, Lactose, can you bring me another body tolerant? Yeah. Yeah, they, they like to be called waitress. They like when you snap your fingers yes, at them. Yeah, snap your fingers. Mm-hmm. That does it every time. You always get their attention if you snap their fingers. Listen, boys and girls. Yes. <laughs> and then you give her a dollar bill and tell her to go buy herself something nice. Right. And that's when you smack her on smack the Smack her on the ass. Yes. Yep. <laughs> here you go, toots. Here you go, doll. Get that broad over here with my drink. Right. Christ almighty. Can you imagine? I mean, look how. Where would that guy be today? You can't that you guy? can't talk like that in public like that. You can't do with that. His, with his brown sports jacket with the with the pads on the elbows and he stinks like a cigar. Going out for a three martini lunch. Right. With the boss. For breakfast. Nice for breakfast. Yeah. Well check ah. check this out. Um What's Universal put a tweet out and they're uh <laughs> it was about Facebook going down. Yeah. So this is inside the magic.net uh they were posting pictures and stuff on their social media and then they realized that there was a problem so they started tweeting about facebook being down one of the tweets were and this is all from universal orlando resort so i love when companies do this because it just it's funny one tweet was have you tried unplugging and plugging it back in like we do the (laughs) et adventure like the ET adventure. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of they were being like what self deprecating. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I think that's great. So I was trying to come up with other ideas, other things, you know. Yeah. Sounds like I'm setting up for a bid here, but I'm not. I'm just <laughs> I did try. I was like, oh, I'm impressed. Yeah, right, right. So, but it does seriously, if, if you could tweet something to Facebook being shut down for like six hours or whatever they were the other day, October 5th. Yeah. Any thoughts of what you would say? Any thoughts of uh, anything oh. funny? No? I, I knew something was up because it, it, it was not acting right. Like, it, like the cookies were, were there and like things that I saw in the past were there, but anything that was new was not coming across. So I knew there was an issue and people were freaking out and getting all kinds of weird responses from, from people. But I knew something was up. Um, 
See, I should have had this in the alien update, is where I should have had it with Zuckerberg. But, you know, again, I can't even get my damn picture on my own show. How the hell am I going to put put that up, you know? <laughs> well, it, my, my, I'm wondering, who's sitting next to us? Who's, who's in the seat in between us here? I don't know. They must be pretty important. Right? Kind of. I, I like the aisle seat because I'm six foot three and I can stretch out a little more. So. Well, it's no problem I, when you got the whole row. If that if that guy doesn't show up, I'm I'm moving my seat over in a little bit, okay? Maybe Kevin right. Smith is sitting next to you. <laughs> I'll put the I have to put the armrest up so he can spill over. Um, all right, what was your question? No, would you would you have anything funny to say on Twitter about Facebook going down? Um, going down, Facebook going down. Um, well, think about it. We got all show. <laughs> exactly. There's a there's a funny routine that Tom Papa does about uh, about his mom being on on social media and being like completely unaware of, of her surroundings and what's going on. Nice. And she's like, "Are are you on my face? I'm on my face. Your father's on my face. Aunt Betsy's on my face. Everybody's on my face. Are you on my face?" Nice. Yeah. Nice. I like it. That's funny stuff right there. Okay, Mike, I know we talked about this briefly before, and I had a bunch of pictures last time, but they uh -huh. all kept coming up sideways. Even though they looked correct to me on this stupid OBS, they, they came out okay. sideways. So it's pumpkin spice time. <laughs> Mike's favorite time of year here. It is or was. So it's been going on for months now. Yeah. So here's the thing. These are the 20 coolest pumpkin spice products to try this fall the coolest bailey's okay. makes a pumpkin spice liqueur okay if anybody has to do it they might as well burt's bees has pumpkin spice lip balm ten dollars for that like chaps wow ten dollars wow captain morgan jack o blast pumpkin spice rum it looks it's the uh Round. I hate it when I get the Jacko Blast. Yeah, right. <laughs> Usually the next morning after a lot of Captain Morgan and a lot of tequila, I get the I get the Jacko Blast. Crop Harvest Earth Organic Spiced Pumpkin Vodka. Jesus. Wow, really? Here we go. Cello Pumpkin Spice Rubbed Fentyl Cheese. What? I know, right? That's disgusting. Well, they have them for your dog. Greenies Pumpkin Spice Dental Dog Treats. Yeah, he, he loves them. He, just, <laughs> he tells us all the time. New and improved. Hemp's. Okay. This is a product called Hemp's. H-E-M-P-Z. Apparently, they make creams and stuff like that. Body mask and shit. Hemp's. Get on the bandwagon. Come on, everybody on. Pumpkin everybody Spice on the and Vanilla Chai Herbal Body Mask. Inbrew makes a coffee pumpkin pie. Coffee. It's coffee. Kit Kat. Limited release fall Kit Kat pumpkin pie miniatures. Yeah. If there's no room on the wagon, just get on the roof. Get on the roof. Java Juice go. Pumpkin Smash Classic. What was that last one? Jabba Juice. Jamba wow. Juice. Pumpkin Spice Classic. Mrs. Meyer's Clean Day Multi-Surface Everyday Cleaner Pumpkin Scent. You, you can make your whole kitchen smell like pumpkin. Pumpkin is, like, real pumpkin is not a, a pleasant scent. I didn't think so. Native Pumpkin Spice Latte Deodorant. Wow. Yeah. And, and the thing is, what makes it is the spice part. Oh, here we go. Wow. 
They have a neon dog pumpkin spiced latte that you can buy for your pet. Twelve ninety nine. People. Are you fucking kidding me? People need to be chased with a stick. Silk unsweet pumpkin spice almond creamer. Oh, here we go. This is the best. I should have had this picture up. A company called Spiceology makes a bunch of spices and stuff. I guess. I would assume. Yes, they have their logo. It looks like a generic bottle of pumpkin spice here, but apparently they've given all the all the spices they have like like chemistry symbols or, or nomenclature. Like you know, uh, gold is A U, right? Right. This one for pumpkin spice is P U. <laughs> you pay eighteen ninety nine to buy a bottle of P U. Yeah. Unreal. But uh, I was going to say, it, it, the, the pumpkin spice thing, it, it's the spice. No one wants pumpkin. Pumpkin tastes like crap. Pumpkin smells like crap. It's the spice part. Now, my wife, she she belongs to a book club here in the neighborhood. And she had uh, her meeting two nights ago, last night, two nights ago, Wednesday night. So she made a pumpkin spice cake or bread or something. And... She made it, and of course, I tried a little bit of it, thinking I wasn't going to like it because I don't like anything, because especially if it was pumpkin, and it was good. It tasted like gingerbread. So you take right. pumpkin, and you put so much other spice in it that it doesn't taste like pumpkin. It tastes like gingerbread. So you don't eat pumpkin you, pie or nothing? No, 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 no. No apple. The only, the only thing I'll eat, I'll eat key lime pie if it's good, and like a chocolate cream pie. No cherry pie, no blueberry, no pecan, pecan, nothing like that. Well, yeah, I wanted. I was on this a couple weeks ago, but I couldn't, and that's like four episodes ago, but I couldn't get the stupid uh, pictures. Hey, look, I got a show here, and you're. I'm lucky to be on it. I mean, <laughs> you should have seen me a couple hours ago. That's why I got no hair left. I was pulling well, hair. At least you have. At least you have an aisle seat. Yes, exactly. Where is I that? Chick Don Bellamy's on one side and Kevin Smith on the other. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now, this is a uh, another story that I came across, and I knew we were going to talk about it. We talked about the cruise, this car, the cruise that was going to be a uh, the GM product. It's a uh, self driving car. It's going to do like an Uber, self driving Uber type thing. Right, right, right. Well, GM, I, I see. I didn't know this. I thought it was about that car, the cruise. No, this is about a new cruise control. Now, apparently, they've had something out on the market called uh, Super Cruise. Like, all cars now have Super Cruise. I don't know what that is. I haven't read the article, of course, but I just read the headline. It, uh, it's another word for Suck Cruise. Well, the next one up is Ultra Cruise. That's what it is now. GM says Ultra Cruise can do hands-free driving in 95% of driving situations. This is according to Jalopnik.com. <laughs> Now, this reminds me of when cruise control first came out in the day. Like you were in 6th or 7th grade, and you heard somebody had cruise control, and they were in their van, and they went to the back to get a beer in a van, and they were surprised that the van went off the road and flipped, right? We all heard those yeah. stories. Yes. Well, this is what that is. It's the real thing. You, can, you have this on your vehicle. You can go in the back and get a uh, beer, I guess. Yeah. 
But as we found out a couple weeks ago, you could still get a DUI. Right, exactly. Yeah, but you got to realize, too, that that 95% of all driving conditions normally are okay and safe. It's just the 5% of the time that people crash into each other and kill each other. That's the issue. Or like when you almost ran over Richard Nixon in last episode. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, Ultra Cruise, and you're on to something, because Ultra Cruise builds on the capabilities of Super Cruise with the new automated driving features intended to, and here's the bullet points, provide users with information based on their experience within the system through an all-new dynamic display, react to permanent traffic control situations, follow internal navigation routes, maintain headway, follow speed limits, support automatic and demand on on-demand lane change, support left and right-hand turns, support close object avoidance, support parking in residential driveways, and the system also features a 360-degree per, uh, perception around the vehicle. Yeah. I, Are you getting so into a car that's doing this? That's my question. You know, we're all eventually going to, you know, if it's not us, it's our kids. Or but don't our, we or have that? But don't we have that thing in our in our in us? And haven't we learned over the years, Mister Get Off My Lawn, that uh, when a new product comes out, you're not the first one. You wait for it no. to be out for like a year, so they get all the bugs out and crap, right? Yeah. But it, and here's the thing: in the bullet points that you mentioned, going to follow posted DB speed limits. Nobody follows posted speed limits. So you're going to be on a highway at I-95, and you're going to be a, a, a nuisance on the highway driving this autonomous vehicle. Well, well, the plan is is that everybody's going to be driving these. You're not really going to drive. Do you want me to tell you where it's really going to go? There's going to be one or two companies like Amazon, like Uber, and so forth, and you won't own a car anymore. There's no reason to own a car. As a matter of fact, the driving laws and everything are going to be against you owning a car. Years ago, I said this when they came out with that little plug thing. You plug this into your car and show us how good of a driver you are, and you'll get your safe discount. That was the tip. That was like sticking the tip in, because they couldn't jam the whole thing in you right away. The whole thing is getting jammed in you now because they're, getting, they're wanting to tax you per mile you drive. I'm not making this shit up. It's like six cents a mile is on the table right now. It's hidden in the infrastructure bill. They want to charge you six cents for every mile you drive. Wow. That's what the plug-in thing's about. Yeah. Well, the, the plug-in thing, I, I, I was never for it for the fact that what happens when you're in a situation and you need to get out of a situation? You know, and all of a sudden the car and your insurance company knows that you were in a situation. Not only that, but they know right where you are. Yeah, and, and they at don't all know times. why you were in this situation. Right. Well, you know what? Because there's crappy drivers around me and, you know, who are taking naps and drunk around me. <clears throat> That's why I'm in a situation that I had to get out of. And now my insurance company knows that I had a situation. There was no accident, but there was a situation. But the bigger I question is. I had to accelerate. Is... I had a brake. I had to turn. I had G-force. Well, to go along with that per mile driving, you're going to love this one. You have to have a certain number of carbon credits available to you to go anywhere or do anything. <laughs> carbon credits. That, this is no shit. There's a credit card already out there through MasterCard that'll track your 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 footprint, your carbon footprint. The government's going to get involved in that in a few years. It's hitting the infrastructure bill. I'm not trying to get political. I'm just telling you the God's honest truth. Nobody's read the 3,000 pages. I've read about half of it, which is more than Congress has done. 
in that infrastructure bill, not only are they going to charge you by the mile that you drive, but if you make any cash in or out deposit or withdrawal from your bank in excess of $600, not $10,000 where you got to sign the IRS form. Anytime you make a $600 or greater transaction, shit, you could do that buying a TV or something. The government right. will be notified of what you're doing with that money. Well, this is something, this is something that's proposed, right? Oh, well, you would like to think that, but it's going to happen. So I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to change this show. I'm not trying to be a crazy conspiracy guy, but I just found it fascinating that we're just sitting here taking it. And it all started with that little thing that the insurance is going to plug into your car. And now you, we're done. All right. That damn flow. You started the show last time as a train wreck. I'm keeping the train wreck going here. <laughs> all right. So that's a picture of an, either an Equinox or a Blazer. I forget which one. If you're watching on, different. Yeah, if you're watching on twitch.tv slash both mics or on YouTube. And if you're listening to the uh, podcast somewhere, we appreciate that. But um, if you want to check out any of the pictures or anything, you can always check out bothmics.com. I post all the videos there. You can check out the Facebook page as well. Please go over there and like us. We'll send you a sticker. GM announces Chevy Equinox and Blazer electronic vehicles in a push to overtake Tesla. Yeah, I'm up on Really? It. I'm not buying it. You can't. You can't overcome the alien. How are they? And I should again. We're missing out on alien uh, update here, but everybody gets it. The well, Chevy Equinox EV will cost thirty thousand dollars. Yet an even cheaper EV is in the making. GM President Mark Roos said, according to Indies.com. Is there any? There's like any company out there that was not the original company, but they overtook the big one. <laughs> that kind of sounded weird um you know can they do it i don't know i don't know because like right now tesla is like the status symbol you know people want the status everybody has to have status you know i need diamond crusted blibbity blobbity super boogie freaking status um you know you, you go on an airplane and like all right, we are we are boarding now the the double crusted flaky diamond ruby emerald. Oh, club. stop! You like that and, shit when you go on cruises. And, you like and that. Every everybody stands up because everybody has status. Right. But yeah, uh, it, people like the status of having a Tesla. Uh, my wife went to her book club the other day, and they uh, they carpooled, and she went with one of our neighbors who had a Tesla. And of course, my wife came home and told me about all the cool little different things. She couldn't get in the car. She couldn't get out of the car. It had a big screen. It had this. It had that. Wait a second. You couldn't get in or get out? Well, yeah. It, it doesn't have door handles. Oh, because it so knows you you're to, there? You have to, like, push a button or or put your hand someplace. Does it have, like, a fingerprint know. like your phone can? Yeah, well, how, how are you going to let people in that don't have your fingerprint? Chop off your you finger know? and hand it to them? <laughs> yeah I they carry around that. a fake finger instead of the spare key they get a fake yeah. finger all right everybody we're as we approach the car everybody grab a finger real quick yes yes, yes. so yeah you know it's it, it's it's the status everybody wants status to have a tesla so I, I, you know i don't think chevy is gonna gonna take that market they right. you know they'll take the market of here of cheaper you know here's the thing with these electronic vehicles, better dude here, here's the thing 
Everybody thinks we're making the planet greener, we're doing all this. We're just shifting where the money's going. There's still gonna be an expense. Your carbon footprint isn't gonna be any better. As a matter of fact, it's probably gonna be worse. There's two ways that I can prove this to you. And the one way is, remember, remember the icebergs are all gonna melt and we're all gonna drown here in Florida, right? Of course. But we've disproven that because you can fill up a cup, a glass with ice, then fill the rest up with water. With that same theory, when the ice melts, there should be water overflowing all over your table. From the, it right. doesn't, because it's all right. about displacement. It's the same thing with right. the icebergs. Well, it's the same thing with this as well. Do you know where electricity comes from? Well, sure, it comes from the electric company. No dumbass. You're like the person that puts on Twitter that says, I don't see why people have to hunt. They should just buy meat at the grocery store like everyone else. That's These right. are the people we're dealing with here. And what they've done is they've convinced enough people with enough power to take the money away from the so-called bad guys in the oil company. And what they're doing is, the, do, do you know how we get power? Do you know how that happens? It's not even a nuclear facility anymore because they're doing away with those. They burn coal. Your exactly. complaint is about coal burning. So what's going to happen? So I have no choice but to get my electricity from the electric companies, which are making a worse carbon footprint than I could with unleaded gasoline, with burning coal at a plant. Now, if you look at California, who's so advanced with all these things, they're having rolling blackouts. They didn't want you to drive your electric vehicle this summer because, well... You know, they need to share that electricity so you won't be able to charge your EV vehicle that we made you buy. Dude, Christ almighty, where does this fucking thing stop? Again, I'm trying not to get all political, but this that's my take on the electric vehicle. It's a mistake. We're going to be back to gas. We're going to be back to freaking diesel. Remember the diesel Mercedes in the 70s? You'd get behind one right. of them fuckers in traffic and forget it. I mean, you were done. Your car was covered in black shit. Well, they, they need to figure out something with hydrogen. Yeah, the, the the technology there is advancing. It's finally getting better. Uh, I, I think that's our best chance <clears throat> is, is hydrogen. Uh, my thing is with with all these electric vehicles, you're 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 digging up the the making big massive holes in the ground and, and pulling up all this lithium and exposing it to the air. Uh, you know, these batteries eventually they got to go somewhere. Well, you know, do you so, know where those batteries are made now? They were some of them were made here, but you know where they're I, made. I don't know about where they're made, but I know the lithium comes from Afghanistan, right? That's right. And we just yeah. left there, and China's going in there because China's the biggest electronic vehicle. It's a cash grab. Yeah, it's a shame. Yo. It's a yeah, shame. So. I don't know. I'm gonna protest. I'm not gonna eat Chinese food anymore. <laughs> that is so. Yeah, no, I, I got to draw the line somewhere. I, <laughs> I can't, I can't do that. Yes, do we're that. sure it's him. He no longer order number eighteen with extra hot sauce. You go now. You go. Flowers. That is you Mike get. underscore Taylor at bookmikes.com for your complaints. Go, you go on diet. Tesla's in trouble. Uh oh. What Tesla's in big time trouble now. Again, I'm missing out on the alien update. Uh, so be, get over yourself. Is that the letter E, or is that three, three, uh, three pumpkin pies? That is their actual logo. That's the their, E. Uh, their actual like logo it. has three pumpkin, yeah. four pumpkin pies. Yeah. There's a pumpkin pie in the A too. <laughs> I don't I'm, like pumpkin pie. I'm pulling this up. Look, this is according to KTVV, 
KTVU.com. This is a Fox affiliate. This is in, uh, oh, geez, where is this Fox affiliate at? I don't know. San Francisco. It's Fox 2, whatever that is. Oh, it starts with a K, so it's west of the Mississippi. Let's put okay. it that way. All right. Did you know how that's determined? W is on east, east of the Mississippi. Right? K is on the west of the Mississippi. Traumatized by his time at Tesla, ex-worker awarded $137 million, wow. and he now drives for a transit company. So he made $137 million and he's still working. I give this guy a lot. Vallejo resident, yes, yeah, this is California. Vallejo resident Owen Diaz said when he was hired through contractor city staff to work at Tesla back in 2015, he was exciting. I really do believe in the vision that Elon Musk has moving away from fossil fuel, but I do believe in his vision. I don't believe in the way he was getting to the vision, he says. Apparently, this guy was harassed weeks into his job as an elevator operator at Tesla's factory in Fremont. Diaz said he was repeatedly harassed, called racial, racial slurs, and the N-word, he said, was persuasive. They would say, call me, boy, hurry up and push the batteries on that elevator, or N-word, push the button. So, wow. he felt he was getting treated less than human-like, and... I wouldn't put up with that if I was him either. He got away. Right. The jury only deliberated for three hours in this. He asked for $110 million and they gave him $137 million. I guess to, to make an example of him? I don't know. It's just a bad, sad situation. My question right. is, why don't we hear about this nationwide? Why aren't we? Why? Why do I have to talk about this show that I dug up on a local news station somewhere else in another part of the country? This should have been front page news, right? Yeah, you would think so. It probably gonna show up on like twenty twenty or sixty minutes or something Stop. on one of those shows. Stop. Yeah, he's Elon Musk is in everybody's pockets. I bet that's why it'll just go away. He'll blame it on Bezos. <laughs> speaking of uh speaking of bezos and the company uh that uh that virgin atlantic the cruise line the uh richard branson made his own cruise line he's got one ship made one ship being made and uh the company was supposed to start sailing last march and of course this whole covid thing happened so they they never launched their first cruise well was it two days ago? They finally launched their, their first paying cruise. And uh, a friend of mine's on the boat, and he says it's really nice. But uh, finally, after 18 months, the uh, Virgin, was it uh, something lady, Scarlet Lady, is uh, actually sailing in the Caribbean. So little little alien update there on Branson. Well, let me ask you this. They have Virgin Atlantic. Yeah. Which they used to have planes. Now they just have ships, or do they still have planes? Now they still have planes. Okay. Yeah. Now they have Virgin Galactic. Yeah. Which is that uh, space flying situation here? Right. Can they make it a situation where you go on the cruise and then the ship ascends from the ocean and becomes goes from Atlantic <laughs> to Galactic? So your trip to space is like a cruise. You're partying, you're at the buffet, you're having a great time. You got drink tickets. Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> they have some bad comedian. Yeah. Uh, how about if they, they actually shoot the rocket off the boat? 
There you go. They can land this thing on a postage stamp, you keep saying, in the middle of the right. ocean. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. That, leave out a port canaveral. Well, they're missing the boat on this. Launched a rocket from the cruise ship. I love it, dude. Yeah. Dancing to Buster Poindexter on the way up <laughs> to the ocean. Are you drinking your Miami Vice? And hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Doing the freaking mambo. Do the they have a, Do they have a 70s dress night in... Uh, or Halloween costume <laughs> night. The, at the white party and everybody gets sit on them when the rocket takes off. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, it, it looks actually nice. Uh, Virgin Atlantic or Virgin whatever cruise line. It's uh, 18 and over only. No children allowed on this, uh, this cruise line. Well, yeah, they just don't want to have a pedophile situation going on. Uh, okay. Well, think Why about it. The teenage kids, you go on a cruise with mom and dad. They don't want to okay. hang out with mom and dad. They want to do their own thing. Okay. Some old pervert starts slipping some 16, 17-year-old girl some free You know what I mean? There's just so many. If you have to be 18 or over, there's, there, <laughs> there's, there's none of that situation. There's no risk. You've lost your mind. I'm telling you, there was a, there's a reason for that. It's not just because they want adults. Because I know people that are our age, and I know people that are younger than me that are more... Not as mature as some 18-year-olds, believe it or not. Okay. Serious. <laughs> I'm one of them, I know. All right. All right, so according to AndroidPolice.com, Google Assistant will, still, will soon let you mute alarms or answer calls without saying, Hey, Google, on phones. I thought that was normal. Don't you? You have an Android phone, right? Yeah. Don't Why you just I... set it, like, if you're on Do Not Disturb or whatever, you know? Yeah. What? Whatever. I thought I was missing something, so I saved it. I, I actually read this article twice. I usually don't <laughs> even read them once. Just flying by the seat of my pants here, going on uh, headlines only. Anyway, supposedly, you don't have to... For quick phrases like for weather or warning or whatever you could just say that word so if they're playing games on tv shows with you already with just say hey siri tune in to abc tuesdays at 10 o'clock you know or whatever yeah i don't know hey google yeah my phone doesn't do anything yeah neither near is mine my it's phone's like, like i'm not falling for that shit. yeah my my phone has this thing Bixby or Bixi or something like that. It's totally annoying. Like, let me see if I can get it to come up. They also say, judging by settings pages enabled by the publication, activating quick phrases will let you skip saying, hey, Google, for specific actions. The assistant's waiting in standby mode to detect these voice commands. It looks like you'll be able to say stop or snooze to stop alarms and timers. Similarly, you can accept or decline incoming calls by saying answer or decline all without having to say, hey, Google first. Okay. So, yeah. It, uh, what, why was I thinking I had this capability? Like, yeah, why was I thinking I had this capability? I was just too lazy to, to use it. Yeah. It, it, that's another get off my lawn scenario. Uh, <laughs> It's like like my dad. My dad had the, the, the old school '90s flip phone. He used Verizon. There we <laughs> he go. Used There's Verizon that. as his uh, his service provider. They used Verizon for everything. My parents. Um, and there was one day my dad got a text message, 
they, someone sent him a text message on his phone and he called Verizon and lit them up like you wouldn't believe. What the hell is this? I don't want this crap. Bah, 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 bah. Am I paying for this? I, uh, if I get another text message on this phone, you guys will hear me. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. So uh, I guess whatever feature it was that let him get text messages, they disabled because my dad was yelling it off the lawn. I don't want text <laughs> now that I brings don't want text messages. You know, you bring me to that because, uh, and I think I mentioned this to you in the past. I don't know if you had the chance to watch it. And uh, they haven't updated it recently, but to my knowledge, there's four seasons of a of a of a cartoon show on Netflix called F is for Family. Did you ever get to watch that? <laughs> no. You have to. It's about growing up, like in New Jersey and stuff, and like during the '70s and stuff like that. I could really relate to it. And the, the dad was always, "I'll put you through that fucking wall," you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it it was hilarious, dude. I was having flashbacks, like I could envision me living in that same neighborhood that they had the show on and everything are you changing seats on me i don't know dude like I can't, I, you're hiding behind keep, the logo now i keep moving that way so well, i'm you, trying to move my camera you need to move it there, yeah yeah like, yeah i i didn't touch a thing <laughs> i didn't touch a thing wow. i love it okay no you have to check it out f is for family dude you have to check yeah, it out it's family. pretty good all right will do yeah please do Please, I will. I'm getting. I'm not getting paid for that. I promise you. After <laughs> for family. All right. Now this is definitely something in a get off my lawn guy would say. Okay. Yeah. Watch this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I remember when Seven Eleven opened at seven and closed at eleven. Right. I tell you about the one time I went to the Seven Eleven. You know, it was supposed to be open twenty four hours and the door was locked. So I stood there and I jiggled the door and the guys in the back mopping. And stuff so he gives me the like he's doing the cutoff he's like no we're, we're closed like that you know and yeah. so i'm jingling the door and i point to the arrow and it says 24 hours so I, the guy comes to the door and i can he's talking to me and i said the sign says you're open 24 hours he says not in a row <laughs> all right the reason why i have this 7-eleven picture up here on twitch.tv slash both mics or youtube or facebook wherever you're watching us from india's 99 billion dollar man is opening the country's first 7-eleven now i'm taking exception to this because every friggin' time i go into a 7-eleven there's people of all types of ethnicity that work there or are customers there right that's great but okay. why did I think that there were 7-Elevens already in India and there there's not? Why why did I think there was? Well, you know, it's it, Thank you. Come it, again. It's like it's like the guy who owns the landscape company and he goes home and his freaking lawn looks like crap. <laughs> That's you know, right. it's the guy who drives the clunker, but he's a mechanic. It's the so, same well, reason I'm not a gynecologist. I don't want to come home and say, "Honey, if I see one more, <laughs> exactly so yeah what makes you think that you know that they want to they want to take their work home with them yeah no i get it it's just is that racist that i thought they were already in india uh yes you're a bad person mike underscore safka at both mike.com yeah, you're a bad person i like it so this That's is right. going to be exciting to me that they're going to have a 7-eleven actually in india now is this where they're going to train all the new employees before they ship them here, or how's that work? 
<laughs> Before they ship them here, huh? Now, no, I'll, I'll no, wonder. no, you're not wheezing the juice. You got to turn the Slurpee handle harder to the right. You got to look at the date. The date says it's expired. Um, now, here's the thing. Are they going to take 7-Eleven and they're going to make them cool in India? Or is it going to be the same piece of shit 7-Eleven we have here in the States? Yeah, Bucky's does put them to shame. Wawa puts them to shame. Wawa puts them to shame. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're just... The original, the original Wawa that I saw in Rivervale, New Jersey, uh, was was just as bad as the 7-Eleven is now. And that was back in the 70s. I, I think it's even closed now. But, yeah, the, the new concept they have, far nice. Well, okay, it, it's nice and everything, but, like, you walk in, you've been to one, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, you walk in, and, like, there's a sandwich counter, which looks to me like the register counter. Right. So, like, I go in there, and I grab my stuff, and I go over to the, the people that are there, and they're like, can, can we help you? I go, yeah, I want to pay for this stuff. Like, oh, you got to go over there. Like, Stand in, in that line. Stand yeah, on the stickers on the there. floor, six six feet apart. Yeah, over there by that, that stack of cigarettes. I'm like, so, like, it's not centrally located. The the food is centrally located when you walk in, but you got to go over there in the corner. See, that's the fault the of the company because their throughput is wrong. There should be a systematic way that is obvious to everybody when they walk in of how to get your shit and how to get out. That's the two things you want. And where the fuck is the bathroom? <laughs> oh, there used to I be a time. Away. Even in 7-Eleven, you couldn't use the bathroom. They didn't allow that. And in some no. states, they still don't. I believe it. I believe it. But, yeah, in, uh, in Texas, like, every place has a bathroom. It was awesome. They had uh, the Valero with the, the, the corner store. Yeah, not the best bathrooms, but at least it was a bathroom. Well, I've been uh, to... Um, in the Atlanta area, they have this chain of stores. What the hell's the name of QT? It's like Quick yeah. Trip. They had those, yeah. and those were pretty nice. They had the giant soda fountains and all that. But this Bucky's blows it all away. I'm just like, I. Yeah. Dude, I, we stopped at the Daytona Beach Bucky's last week on mm -hmm. the way down. I couldn't believe how busy it was. Yeah. It was literally like a traffic jam getting into the parking lot. Every yeah. gas pump was full. There was people everywhere. It was you, you, you couldn't stick your arms out all the way and walk without smacking into people. That's how many people there were in this entire store. It's amazing, Just isn't it? Wall wall people. Wall it's amazing. Wall. It's the uh, it's Texas's version of south of the border. Speaking of get off my lawn, there's uh, <laughs> Woody Allen here. Not Woody Allen. Woody, Woody Harrelson. That's a difference there. Close. Give, give, give him a couple more decades. He'll be Woody Allen. According to Yahoo News, this must be true, Woody Harrelson punched a man on a hotel rooftop after he lunged at the start and refused to stop taking his picture of him and his daughter. Lunged at him, huh? Yeah. Harrelson had an altercation with a man on Wednesday night at the Watergate Hotel in D.C., <laughs> Insider has obtained the incident report from the Metro Police Department. The man lunged at Harrelson following a verbal dispute. Harrelson then punched the man in self-defense, according to the report. Of course. Lunged at him. It, it, that's a, a, a drawing with a, a broad stroke. The guy probably tripped. <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah. He did, he did one of those, you know. It, great for... Great for audio. You got to be watching on twitch.tv slash bulk mics. 
Absolutely. But yeah, you know, a, a lunge. Police were called to the hotel just after 11 p.m. on Wednesday, which is real close to my midnight thing there, because I'm always saying you shouldn't be out after midnight. Nothing good happens after midnight. I mean, as I get older, that's my get-off-the-lawn thing, I guess. Yeah, because the, the freaks come out at 9, and yeah. it's 20 to 10. Well, shit, on, on midnight, we're just getting started. We're just getting cranked up, man. Right. We're getting ready. Anyway, it makes me wonder, you know... Don't people get a clue? I mean, I, I don't think you can get, if you're trying to take somebody's picture or whatever, maybe you're a fan or whatever, if they tell you no or if they ignore you and right. they exactly. put the fucking camera down, that's probably well, like, you don't keep pushing the issue. That's your own problem then. That last thing, the guy's paycheck, that's the way he's looking at it, you know, and, and the I world that he surrounds, the world he surrounds himself with in with, you know, other photographers and, and media people, that's that's their train of thought. You know, yeah, get you got to be there, you got to be first. You know, I'm a journalist, I'm important. Yeah. Really? I have a cell phone, I'm a journalist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I get an opinion, I'm a journalist. Yeah, right. Freaking crazy, man. Have you ever seen a situation like that in person or anything, like a... Uh, star hat be rude to people or um you know i've had stuff i've had you know stars i guess you know loosely if you want to call stephen piercy a star uh I, i've seen him be rude to other people and me um yeah you know, I, I went up to him at the house of blues in myrtle beach back in probably 2008 2007 it was 2007 and uh <clears throat> So the guitar player, I'm like, hey, Warren, can I get a picture with you? And my uh, my ex at the time, uh, you know, got the camera and everything. And I saw Stephen. I go, Stephen, Stephen Piercy, can you can we get a picture? So I had Warren on one side, put, put my arm around his, uh, his shoulder, and I put my arm around Stephen Piercy on the other side. And Stephen Piercy picks up my hand and throws it off his shoulder. Wow. Like, did he say like, anything, or did he give you an ugly no. look? Didn't say a word. It, it was like a like I, you know, get the fuck off me kind of, uh, you know, situation. And I was like, wow, really? Now, and for I those who don't picture. know, tell tell them who this guy is. Tell them who. He is. Uh, Stephen Pierce is the, the lead singer for Rat. Uh, okay. Round and round, lack of communication, <laughs> wanted man, uh, '80s hair metal band R A T T. Uh, yeah, not a not so, a nice person. So here's a dude who in 2007. Or yeah. so is at least twenty years removed from his fame and fortune days. <laughs> yeah, he should be lucky and happy that somebody wants that, to take a freaking picture with him, right? Let alone you know spend money to go see him in concert. Yeah, it was way. uh, it, it was effed up. Now he was, was appearing there that night or what? Yeah, it was uh, it was rat. Um, I think they see, played with poison. See, that's seven. inexcusable. You know, you have a job, and that comes with the job. That, that's a part of the thing. That's what you signed up for. Nobody's forced you to grab a guitar and seek fame and fortune. You chose to do that on your own. And now in the decline of your years, I could see if you were out to dinner with your daughter celebrating her birthday and you didn't want somebody taking a picture of you, you nicely, and then you more forcefully after that, you, you know, escalate. But if you're at a show and they're there to see you. Yeah. And it was the parking lot. It wasn't the freaking Ritz Carlton. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, if I find the picture, I'll, I'll post it on. These uh, people all like paid Facebook. to come see me, and yeah. I'm like, "Fuck you! Get off me! Yeah. <laughs> Don't put your hand on me!" 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Douchebag. <laughs> so. Go the, figure. The closest I, I, I thing had I had to that was I went to shake Paul Stanley's hand, and he goes, I'm not shaking your hand. I don't know where a thing's been here. And he gives me a fist bump. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> was I he sarcastic it. about it? Yeah, but he was real. He only fist bumped everybody. This yeah. was back before there was a pandemic and all that crap. This is, yeah. you know. When Rock and Brew opened, is that when you saw? Yeah, him? yeah, I think so. I think so. That was funny. Yeah, it was real funny. That's when, <laughs> that's when Gene Simmons brought me up to the front of the line. And everybody got pissed off. That was great. <laughs> I was holding up his book. He goes, "Oh, that guy's smarter than everybody else. Bring him up front." <laughs> people are looking at me. I mean, people have like kiss tattoos, you know, across right, their right. back. The whole band, the Alive album cover, and I got Gene's yeah. book, and he brings me up to the front. Right, yeah, you, you got it half price at books a million. <laughs> oh, I got it for free. Somebody gave it to me as a gift. Nice. And I was like, wow, maybe I'll get him to autograph this. Hell yeah, I got a picture and all that shit. It was great. Uh, now, here's the question. Yeah. Did you read it? Fuck no. No? No, right. fuck no. I'll I tell you, I, I, I've read a lot of different uh, rock star biographies. I'm, I'm reading the, the one now. Um that it basically, it's like 500-page book, and it went through all of no, the hair metal. No, no, no. You're missing the thing here. Gene Simmons doesn't have biographies out. Gene Simmons teaches you how to monetize what you have. He te- Because you can't say the word Gene Simmons without paying money. You can't. You know, our lawyers right now are probably in a lot of trouble. We're probably going to have to black out, boop, you know, over Gene Simmons in this episode do, do later. Do I dare say, let's get ready to... Oh yeah, let's let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. All right, Mike underscore Safka at boldmikes.com. When I when I first started this, I got a cease and desist from Roger Goodell for saying Super Bowl. <laughs> wow, that's super. No, but Gene writes these books because you know he's got everything. I mean, you can get back in the day your standard stuff if you were on top of the game was maybe you got a lunchbox or something out there, right? Well, nowadays, they got all sorts of crap with KISS logo on it. Yeah. Even KISS uh, KISS Cooler, KISS Condom. That's just the C's. Nice. They got, uh, you know, they have wines. They have all sorts of stuff. They have everything. Hello Kitty stuff with KISS makeup on. Right. That's a joint venture. I mean, Jesus. Gene's getting paid. I'm not mad at the guy. And he's even found a way to, you could... Get get. I think we've talked about this before. For like five, seven grand, you can get a bass that was played in the show, and for yeah. like another five grand, he'll give it to you and take a picture with you after the show. Yeah. I mean, why not? The guy's smart. Anyway, yep. yeah, maybe I should read that. Maybe I can make some money. <laughs> yeah. Now they're they're good books usually. The one I'm reading is pretty good. I've, I've read Lita Ford's. I've read Sammy Hagar's. Yeah. I've now, read, uh, now, for those of you who don't know what a book is, because you're not to get off my lawn age yet, a book is a cardboard binder that has a bunch of papers with a bunch of writing and it tells yeah, a story. It's, it's cardboard binder with a Kindle in the middle. Yeah, Technology that started like in the 1500s or something. We, that's what we're right. still using. Let's get off my lawn, guys. Do you use a Kindle? Or what is Kindle even popular? Audio books, Amazon, or on your phone? Or what? Yeah, uh, the missus does have a Kindle, and she does use it. Uh, it's a, it's, I don't know, it's too small for me. It's too, I don't know. I like, I like the book. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. people who like the records and cassettes. Yeah, and are not MP3 type people. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I like the the solid book. Usually, because I have it signed. But right. Yeah, I found myself over the years, you know, dissolving my books that I had, paring them down, just getting the ones that I really liked. Same thing with movies on DVD and stuff. I've blown all those out. I'm getting ready to go through all my CDs now, and I'm going to blow out a lot of them. Because it's just taking up space. I'm just moving it. You know, if yeah. I move, i got to move it. If I don't move, I, it's still taking up space. I'd rather save the stuff I really like for visual purposes only, because I'm not really going to listen to CDs anymore. When was the last time you popped in a CD? Yeah, you, you're totally right, but we, we probably have 200 CDs in the house. Right. And my wife, like somewhere, there's a there's a a Stevie Nicks or a Fleetwood Mac box set. Yeah. Or even a Beach Boys box set that's not even open. There's still yeah. something on it. And uh, yeah, I I can't remember the last time I actually bought. Oh, the last time I bought a CD was probably a Trickster or a Firehouse CD, and I only bought it just so I could bring it on the cruise, the Rock Cruise, to have someone sign it. Do you remember back in the day? I'm talking back in the '80s. Um, when CDs first came out, like in the mid '80s or so, you would '85. You would go to the store. I would go to Specs Music. You know, that's where you camped out for tickets too. Right. Ticketmaster wasn't available on your interweb at home. You didn't have a computer. You didn't have a phone. You didn't have a lot of shit. And I'm not saying this because we were poor white trash. I'm telling you this because it didn't fucking exist. So <laughs> exactly. you would go to Specs and you'd go to look for the new CD, which was like. Three times more than the album, twice as much as the cassette, and it came in a giant cardboard thing, so you couldn't stuff it yeah. down your pants. Right, exactly. Jesus, I remember that yeah. crap. Or and then they then people were folding the cardboard, so they made them out of hard plastic, a big plastic thing with the right. somebody store shit tag on it, you know? Yep, exactly. But yeah, uh, what, what was the first CD you ever bought? Do you know? I think it might have been a Bruce Springsteen, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think, it was, I think maybe it was Born in the USA. Okay, that makes sense. Which was after, it was 86, maybe 87, I think, something like that. Uh, Motley Crue, Theater of Pain. My challenge was I already had all my cheap trick stuff on cassette and all that. I already had all that. I didn't want to go out. It was expensive, man. The yeah, YCDs yeah. back then? Well, yeah, especially with a, a band that had so many records out already. Yeah, or especially when, uh, you know, you could do the Columbia Harbor House thing. You send in a penny on a postcard, they send you 13, and then you tell them to F off. Yep. Use and somebody else's back name. A letter. Yeah. Write back a letter and tell them, hey, I'm 14 years old. <laughs> yep. Uh, first DVD I ever bought was Spaceballs. Nice. Well, see, that's a good one to have. I still have it. Do you yeah. still have VHS tapes? I do. I think we talked about this, converting yeah. the uh, personal ones. The only, the only ones I have, though, are like like back in the day when like Motley Crue had the uncensored yeah, yeah, DVD, yeah, yeah, yeah. VHS. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of them. I have some stuff that was taped off the TV. <clears throat> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, different Motley stuff that I had Yeah. Uh, when John Karabi was on. Right. But I, I had this one particular... DVD, VHS, it was uh, Warrant when they played their first headlining arena show. And it was at the St. Pete Times Forum in Tampa. Been there. And, yeah, many times. 
And I, I lost it. I, I looked in the box like a week or two ago looking for it, and I couldn't find it. And like, I don't have it anymore. So like my ex-wife either has it or it's it doesn't exist anymore. And it's something that I searched for online to buy, and you can't buy it anywhere. So um, SOL. <clears throat> wow. So I uh, one of the reasons why I was a little bit later getting my act together here and testing out the system and everything for our previous show. Maybe you saw the previous show. And if you saw that show and you're still here, thank you so much for putting up with this shit. Um, I was watching another episode of Squid Game. Yeah, I, I actually I heard someone else talk about that this show this week on uh, on Facebook, and you're like, oh, I'm addicted. I'm into episode four. I, I can't get enough. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, all right, let me go on YouTube and check out the trailer. This looks totally screwed up. Like a total, total unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. It 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 looks. I think by the end of it, you're going to have a larger take on this is our society in real. This is it in color. This is an example of what our society is. We're a slave to the man and the money, you know, all that crap. You know, I think I think you're going to learn something at the end of this. But the reason why I bring this up is there was an article in here uh, out on DailyMail.co.uk. So this is the English, the United Kingdom. British. Thing here. British. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently there's some sort of controversy because one of the people that are in this show is really North Korean. And apparently that's wow. not a good deal or something. I don't know. I don't understand all the politics behind it other than... Anyway. So, he's North Korean as in lives in North Korea or he's North Korean as in he was born there the girl and got is, out of the, gr- the girl, uh, The girl lead in this, who I'm just now discovering is the lead... Um, the story plot says she's from North North Korea, and I'm trying to still discover if she's really North Korean. But part of the thing is she's she's going off to do this challenge so she can have money, so she can get her mom and dad who were in North Korea that were kidnapped by the Chinese. So this is whole I, a whole political thing going on that we don't understand. Wait, is this in the show or? This is the show. They revealed okay. that part of the I show think in today. Real life, she was kidnapped. Her parents were kidnapped. No, this was uh, according to the show. I just watched the second episode. I think there's eight, but they're making a season two, or they've they've already done a season two. I don't know. Okay, so from what I saw in the trailer, mm-hmm. and of course this is Netflix. I don't have Netflix. Um, it's like the the grown up version of Hunger Games. Yeah. Right. Is that, is that what, like, the concept is behind it? Kind of, but, you know, all these people have debt that they can't pay, and they've all elected, they've been coached or teased or targeted to come onto this platform here. They started with 451 players in the first round, and, you know, they played red light, green light in the first episode. I'll give that part away. And yeah. up to, like more than half of the contestants were eliminated because they didn't follow the rules. Well, what they don't tell you is eliminated means that these giant beings shoot lasers at you and shoot you. That's your eliminated from the game. That's how you're eliminated. Well, so. It's, it's, it's kind of like that, that game Updown. You ever play Updown before? A drinking game? I don't remember. I probably yeah. played it. That's because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of the drinking games... The 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 concept to win the the game or to stay in the longest or drink the least 
is to figure out what the rules are of the game as the game is being played. Well, that's kind of what happened in the second episode, and I'm not going to okay. give it away, but they they did uh, confront their captors or these people that are running this thing with the fact that they know the one guy who's real smart knows the rules, and he they made you sign like a waiver at the beginning, and everybody just haphazardly sold it because they think they're going to win a bunch of money, like a $53 million prize. Right. So all these people would be better off with something. It's like, I, I guess it's like a lottery on steroids smashed together with the Hunger Games. So <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it, it sounds cool, but um, I'm not, yeah. You, you'll I'll, find I'll, it somewhere, I'm sure, online somewhere. You'll find I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'm sticking with the, with the cable TV for now. Right. Well, were you that type of person who always had a, you know, when everybody was hot on The Sopranos, when everybody was hot on Breaking Bad, all that, you nope. could care less? Nope. The only the only episode of The Sopranos I watched was the last one, because it was supposed to be spectacular and so awesome, and I was pissed off and glad that I didn't waste seven, eight years watching it. Stop. That was a good even show. Though, even though James Gandolfini graduated high school, the same high school as me. Okay. Yeah. Name dropper. Yeah. Richard Nixon. Tom Papa. Hey, so we got the, we're down to two minutes here. You got any shout outs two for minutes. us? Mm -hmm. uh, no, just just get off my lawn, all right? Enough already. Yes. <laughs> it proves I'm a get off my lawn guy because I couldn't figure out how to work the stuff today properly. I appreciate you sticking through our show here. If you're watching on twitch.tv slash both mics, YouTube, Facebook, you can hear the podcast just about everywhere. If we're not where you get your favorite podcast, let me know and I will make sure we do our best to get there. Shout out to Gino Losi. Go fishing with Gino. He's going to catch you a bunch of fish. And go to the Melon Patch Theater, Leesburg, their community theater. Dustin Levine, my buddy over there, is doing excellent things. Go check them out. Donate some money. They'll like that a lot. So uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. Have a coconut smile. Yay. Get the fuck out. <laughs>